in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of the Top Ten Show. I am John Roca. I am Matt Nost. Uh, and uh, hey, look at that. I'm looking at you right now. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, it's our uh, promised one video a month for our patrons uh, episode. Uh, we did one. Our first one we did with Ryan Satin last month. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were happy about it. So, you know, we promised you we'd try to do it. Worked out uh, on this lovely Friday to record this episode uh, today. And you're getting it as a patron. If you are listening to just the audio, well, exactly. Time to bump up. Yep. Time to bump up. Go to patreon.com forward slash the top 10 with the number 10. <laughs> and join us over there if you'd like to it's see. It's $20 and up, right? I like it. You want to see basically what you can get for free already if you just watch Collider. John is on 17 things a day. <laughs> That's true. It's very So you want to see him make uh, move his mouth a little more? <laughs> Jump on over. I agree, though. I think we're going to get all of them. Yeah? I think we're going to okay. get all of them. It's okay, $20 sure. and above, right? That's who gets this uh, video? Is that correct? Uh, or is it yes. $10? Okay, $20 and above. 20 and above. So, if you can bump up, uh, feel free to do so. We're going to do Like we told you from the beginning, when we jumped and started our own feed again, that we were going to do extra content, find ways to do new and in- interesting things mm-hmm. for you all. This is one of those things. So uh, we'll go from here. Does that curtain bother you that it's like – Is it? can you see that curtain in the camera? Like that it's not covering the uh... – uh, You can. It's over my shoulder. Okay. Seeing if it bothers you at all, you know I don't want you to see it later and be like, oh, I hated that the camera, blah blah blah. No, there we go. I'll go for a couple of minutes and see how it looks, and then maybe I go, go back <laughs> and I just do that for ten minutes. Who cares? Yeah, fuck my OCD, I guess, Matt. Fuck it's, my a, it's a matter of if they're looking at that and they're focused on that, fair they give two shits what I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. You're not doing your job. You know, uh, <laughs> we're not doing our job. We're, right. we're so in the background for you right now that you zone out and stare at soundproofing tile behind me. Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy if that's what you're tuning in for. Listen, maybe we're like an ASMR and they get a soothing thing if they can just look oh, at it. yeah. Some sort of image like this. <laughs> that's nice. I've got one where uh, you ever seen like a lamprey's teeth? You know, it's a circular oh. sucker and they, they latch oh, okay. on to sharks and whatnot. Okay. Uh, patterns like that. Give me the heebie-jeebies. It makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. Interesting. Any systematic, naturally occurring pattern, like in that small of form, right? It's weird. I, I've seen it every every so often, but it makes the hairs on the back. There's a right. it affects a small percentage of all people. Where I didn't even know this thing. I just googled it one day. I was like, "Is that anybody else?" And they're like, "Yeah, you know, small percentage." Am I the only one here? <laughs> it's such a weird thing, but I see it. and I'm like, oh. "I don't like that." Interesting. Yep. We all have our weird. Yeah, we do. We certainly I have do. No idea what that's from. I, I I don't know what it is, but I see some. Sometimes I see certain kinds of material, and I start to impulsively chew my cheek because I want to gnaw on the material that I see, but I can't. Like what? So I, I, like sometimes that pink installation shit. When I see it just sitting there, sometimes I want to sink my fucking mouth onto it and really? chew the fuck out of it. But I can't. So I sit there and chew my fucking cheek to try to get me over it if I have to look at it or if I have to be around it. It can drive me insane. Yeah. Uh, wow. That's, that's pretty hardcore. Yeah. I mean I remember thinking that as a kid. 
and be like, it looks like cotton candy. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's it stayed with me all the way now. I said, whenever I see it, I'm just like, oh, oh. And you bite your cheek. Her. Yeah. It's my way of like going, like, I got to get the fuck out of this fucking shit. It goes me crazy because I can't do it. So I got to stop myself from doing it because every instinct of mine is to go do it. That's crazy. I know it's crazy. Well, I know to never ask you to help me with an ins- you know, insulation Oh, job. yeah. No, I won't. I can't. I won't. And unless you blind me. If you blind me, then I'll do it. Like if you put well, what's the point then of calling exactly. you if exactly. you're now blinded? <laughs> it's not like your other senses are going to be heightened and you're going to become the best foam I mean, you know, daredevil insulator. Foam insulator. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. So that's a funny little thing. What would happen to superheroes if they like had to go work regular jobs but every as day. superheroes? Okay, I, I get that Matt Murdock was a lawyer, but what if like he couldn't be a lawyer anymore, but he had to wear the Daredevil outfit? Is Daredevil coming to your house? Daredevil installation? Daredevil plumbing? Why does he still have to wear the outfit? That's part of the punishment, I think. I feel like so he's been found out because yes, Murdock manages to live duplicitously. Yeah, and you're saying the jig is up. You're yeah. Tom Holland and the next Superman. Everybody knows – or not Superman, Spider-Man because everybody now knows who you are. If they make it, who knows? Let's uh, – you know, well. fingers crossed. Sony <laughs> might take it in a different direction at this point. They are. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, how you been, man? What's been going on with you? Uh, where are we at with the house? What, what's, what's the deal? Close. Yeah? Close. OK. We are close. You can see – like you're da- Dufresne. You're at the 400-yard mark. 400-yard line. You've got 100 oh. yards more to go and then you'll be free. Is One of the two will be done – could be done as early as probably like Tuesday. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and then the other one, we're at the final steps where this step, look, we can do it for six to eight hours, but yeah. then it has to cure for 24. Oh. We can't. It's on the floors. We can't be on the floors. So that takes us out of the equation. That's what we're trying to do last. Yeah. Just to bang that out. And that's hopefully sometime Monday or Tuesday of next week. And okay. then we're on the home stretch there. Wow. Yeah. It's been a lot of work. Dude. So the day Sorry. that yep. I, I had to leave here, I can't remember when it was, but I think I told you off air. I was like, I got to yes. go home and take Tile off. Yeah, at the okay. shower. At the shower. So right. Like a, See, some things I remember. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's just that one has come up so many times, whereas the shower's only come up once. It's Pennywise. He makes me forget this. Okay. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And if you guys want to know what we're talking about, you could have gotten the audio feed yesterday. It'll be out on tomorrow on the main feed is uh, our review of It, uh, Chapter 2. It's a nice uh, call forward for a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so I had already spent – we wanted to take out a one-inch strip mm-hmm. to fix a couple tiles. And once we started taking off like the one row – not one-inch strip, pardon me, one-foot strip. Yeah. But it was three rows of tiles. Initially, we were trying to take off one row and uh, there was chip out and went into the second. We're like, all right, if we take a foot row off, we're good to go. So it took me seven hours to get it all off because this thing was made in a time where fucking showers were – you know, the whole house was over-engineered. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. I took off all that that one foot around. Yeah. I had to buy a special tool and go through it. It took me uh, seven hours wow. to get all that off. And then I saw you after I'd finished that. And it's like, dude, now I have to take all the tile off. And that took me 10 hours. Oh, my God. And we got to that and the plumber's like, all right, I have to cut off this bottom one foot down and we have them come in and hot mop, which is basically put tar up. Yeah. And then we'll just put it back and we'll be good to go. So he took off the bottom foot and it took him like four hours. Holy and he does this professionally. And then we got to behind that and there was wood rot. Oh. So now we have to uh, – then I have to do demolition and tear all of it out. Yeah. So it was like at this point I told my wife last night because then I had to go in and fix grout after we paid Tyler's to come in. And right. They did a beautiful job until the very last step and they fucked up half the grout. Oh. So I had to spend 
14 or 16 hours total over Jesus. two and a half days of – I have a one-inch long little – it looks like a razor blade on the end of a fork. Yeah. Kind of, that's the angle of the tool. It's about yeah. its length as well. But the razor blade has rough edges. It looks like kind of metallic, thick, sandpapery type of – that gives you a rough idea. Okay. And I just went through and I shaved down the grout lines in between slowly but surely. Jesus. Slowly but surely. Oh, my God. Because that was the only – it's either that or tear out all the tile and regrout. Oh. Just like well, that's going to take yeah. how much cost and how much time. And I was like, mother, fuck this shower. <laughs> fuck it right up its ass. I told my wife yesterday. I was like, I have spent – over two days of hours in this shower just fixing this fucking shower. Yeah. Had we just torn it down from day one, it would have cut out at least a day of 24 oh, wow. hours of my work. But we tried to do it in steps. <laughs> yeah. And that step was like, no, we got to go further. No, we got to fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Dude, I mean. That sounds horrible, dude. I took out. Ugh. So from the shower alone and yeah. all the tile was basically already out. So just what is supposed to be like now is cement board. Looks like drywall, but it's called cement board. Okay, it's pretty heavy. You just put it up, and then whatever. You're right. This was fucking cement on top of their version of cement board, and I moved a thousand pounds, over a thousand pounds of rubble from that shower, <sighs> just from all the cement board and leftover tile. Jesus Christ! But seven, that's not including seventy-five percent of the tile weight. Right, right, that right. That is just concrete on top of concrete on top of concrete. Out <laughs> of this fucking shower, man. Oh my god. So that's why I haven't been on sports time, guys. <laughs> it's shit like that where you're like, we got there, dude. I can bang this job out in this many hours, and yeah. you're like, do this job. Said, no, you cannot. <laughs> it's been one after another, but once it's done, it's fucking done. Well, you should treat yourself to a week in Jamaica or something. I'm you don't close. Do a fucking thing. So close. Still got a lot of work around. to do. Um, well, speaking of sports time, how? Uh, what's your reaction now? And this will go up. This yeah, will go up well, Tuesday. After. This will go up Tuesday, so you can still talk about how the Bears. Yeah. Are you worried, Trubisky? I mean, he looked like shit last <laughs> looks, night, dude. He looked so bad, dude. He looked so, so bad. bad, so bad. Like man. you were watching this go, like because when Homie had that hitch and go, that's a touchdown. If he just drops it, a yeah. teardrop, and he completely blew that throw so much so that he, Davis was like pounding the ground in frustration. He he botched so many throws. Oh yeah, man, so many throws. Alex Akos texted me, or not texted me, tweeted me, yeah. just whatever. This is how I, you know, after Trubisky sails an early one, yeah. and I was like, it's early in the season, bro. Yeah. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be positive on this. It's early in the season. He didn't do shit in preseason. Right. Let's see what he can do. And it was just bad throw after bad throw. And I was like, <sighs> yeah. the defense did. Oh, the defense was incredible. You held Aaron Rodgers to 10 points yeah. when he's healthy, he's had more than enough health. He's got decent weapons around him. He does. Jones looked, you know, yeah. looks like he might be able to do a little something this year. Yeah. Their wide receiver core looks legit. Yeah. Graham may or may not be washed up. I think he's got something left in the tank. He got a touchdown. He did, but. Yeah. You know, well, you know. The thing is, they there was only one big play. It was that 54-yard throw. Mm-hmm. That's all they gave up. I mean, look, when we were first and 40 at the start of the fourth <laughs> quarter, I watching that series, and I was like, oh, of course, hands to the face, first and 30. <laughs> And another one after that is like, man, this is going to be last season. Everybody was like, look, you lost the opener of last year. We lost it. We were a hair's breadth away, and yeah. we looked good the whole game. Yep. Khalil Mack looked nothing short of stellar. And tonight, we looked like the Bears. Yeah. 
or not tonight, but the, you know, yeah. last night we looked like the Bears. The Bears of the Bears of old. Yes, that are, the, that's the defense, great defensive, but can't do it on offense. Offense is just inept. I thought it was ironic as hell that the uh, the uh, they opened the game with the uh, 1985 Bears coming out, and I was just like, this is ironic as hell because the last time y'all. Had a decent quarterback behind center that could take you anywhere. No offense to Rex Grossman who took him to the Super Bowl, but like, man is the one. Okay, color being there too. I thought yeah, it was, bad it was the best quarterback. Okay, on my on my Bears in my lifetime. Okay, all right. Harbaugh had. Uh, I'm not. Probably oh not yeah, Harbaugh. Harbaugh yeah. Uh, he had a fine Kramer, yeah. and I lived through a lot of a lot of quarterbacks. Yeah, was it Tommy Kramer or Eric Kramer? Uh, Eric Kramer. Okay, 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 and. Yeah, McMahon, it's nothing against McMahon, but it was, in essence, two seasons. Yeah. And Cutler was more consistent over in the – his ceiling could have been much better. Right, right. But I guess I take McMahon, like, if you – picking a team, but Cutler has more talent. Yeah, but that's the thing with Cutler is the frustrating thing yeah. people felt. Well, you could also say could never get the game has opened up more for quarterbacks, so there's more sure. of them that looked better over time. But I, I just think it's – those kids get into training at such a young age, quarterback camps, and then you do one-on-one stuff. You've right. got real talent. Right. And you've been getting coached way better than he ever did. Yeah. So, and we're getting more of those guys to the league. So just the talent pool. It's nothing against him. Yeah. It'd be tough for him to make the league now. Yeah. Yeah. Because he needs to be bigger. If he's going to be that short, then he needs to have just a cannon of an arm like Drew Brees. Yep. Absolutely. So you got to – there are trade-offs. But – that has nothing to do with uh, this week's show. No, but well, you know it was. I just the, to ask you. It's fine. It wasn't the end of the world. No, we can rectify that. D looked good, so we could be solid. But I don't think we can. If that's indicative of of our offense's potential output, which yeah. it has been in the past under Trubisky, uh, then we're going to be you know fighting for the division possibly and won't do know. shit in the playoffs. I don't know, man. I don't think you guys are going to make the playoffs. I don't. And I, I feel this way. And not because I want anything. We have a you. tough schedule. Yeah, you have a tough You we have a first-place schedule. schedule. And you have a quarterback that's not going to inspire confidence in your defense. And eventually, the defense is going to be on the field too much. And they're going to start rebelling. And you don't want that. Well, but they were so good at stifling Rodgers by March, too. It was even rest throughout. It's not like the Super Bowl against the Colts where the defense was out on oh, the field yeah. 75% of the game. And right. eventually, Peyton Manning beat them. Yeah. But it took them. The entire game to beat that defense. Yeah, true. Give him enough tries, though. Like that dude is good, and you will lose. True. Uh, but I just know by the eighth week of the season, if Trubisky is still selling those kind of passes, and you guys are three and four or whatever, I think the defense, like the Jacksonville defense, will just eventually give up on a fucking team, man. Be like, fuck this, we're not gonna play that hard. A chance of that? Yeah. Look, if it goes south, it goes south. I just think it's a shame, man. Because I think I think Nagy's a good coach. I think you have a great defense. I think you got good weapons on the fucking offensive side of the ball. Uh, what's his face? That that uh, Jacksonville receiver came back. As a bear, he was looking good last night, and so you're like, all you need. We have the talent. Yeah, you have the talent. Except at the position that matters most. It's insane to me. It's insane to me, and the fact that he passed over Deshaun Watson and Mahomes to pick up that kid is even more crazy. But that's that's the NFL. Well, Watson went higher than no, because uh, Trubisky was two. Remember, y'all traded up to no, it's two to select select him second. Uh, see, I never watched the draft. Oh, okay. I don't. Yeah, Mahomes and Watson were later I on. I know Mahomes was later yeah, on. Yeah. I thought Watson was higher for some reason mm. just because of his raw skill. You would think. Yeah. Well, he, was a, he was, you know, a great player in college. Yeah. Well, that's what's frustrating about Tur- 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 sat on the bench for three years. We should probably get the movie. All right, fine. Let's jump into the situation. <laughs> it's a movie show. We were talking not <laughs> yeah, stop sports. people like our sports car. They do, but there's also sports time. Yeah, that's and true. And dropping dimes. And, uh, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into this oh, thing. By the way, yeah. I might have to change EPL teams. 
Oh, no. What happened to Sheffield? Just so you know, uh, they tied Chelsea at Chelsea. Yeah, but Ashley Prowse said, hey, uh, just, just so you know, and they've been tied to the Bin Laden family through some $4 million oh. exchange of money. I don't know what the exact exchange is, yeah. but now they have a financial, a fiduciary relationship. Gotcha. The Bin Laden family. Now, look, they're a Saudi family, and there's a lot of them. Who's right? Ashley's team? I don't know. Oh, maybe he's got. Maybe some, he did say. Maybe, these, maybe he got some motives. Yeah. I didn't read the article. I just saw the tweet, and I was like, in the middle of doing all the stuff that I just mm-hmm. talked about, doing that type of stuff. Just take a ten minute break every once in a while, <laughs> and I was like, oh well, you know, I, it's got one of those things. That's enough for me right now. Go, hey. Uh, no one's going to tie you to Bin Laden. Man. It's not that. It's, it's just if I'm arbitrarily picking, maybe I don't pick the one. Okay. That has ties to a dude that's you know. Not the best. Fair enough. I, I appreciate that uh, concern. But I always take any EPL fan's advice with a grain of salt because they always have ulterior motives about what teams they want you and don't want you to cheer for. You can come up with any kind of bullshit for any team to not cheer for them. For I mean, God we sense. met him in, in London, so he seemed like a decent enough chap. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. I think we made the measure of him and we didn't find him wanting. <laughs> it's true. That's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to our, this week's topic. Uh, we are doing the top 10 Wall Street movies uh, based on uh, the movie that's coming out. What movie were we were talking about? I can't remember because you texted me. Oh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. I apologize. Let me you were like, hey, here. what about this for this? And I was like, bingo, bango, bongo. Yeah, I'm going to get so much shit for this. The fans are like, how come we're I know it wasn't uh, Hustlers. It was Hustlers because oh. of Wall Street. That's on the Wall Street. Yes. It, oh, that's a Wall Street movie? Yeah. It's inspired by the viral New York Magazine article, Hustlers follows a crew of savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. So there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was trying to think of Wall Street movies. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah. it takes place with it's, and on Wall Street. It takes place on Wall Street. It's a strip club on Wall Street. Okay. Yeah. Good go. So it counts. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I was just saying for this list, but I didn't know what the movie is based on. Yeah. I don't – you know. I don't know. People are going so crazy about this movie in uh, the pundit world and it's, oh, could be an Oscar. And I'm, I'm like, it's a Jennifer Lopez movie yeah. about strippers. What the fuck is everybody talking about? She hasn't had a good movie in 20 fucking years. And you can tell me Hustlers is like, get the fuck out of here. This, it just blows my mind. Who knows? I just Who knows? I've never seen someone do more with so less. And it, 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 I don't get it. She can't sing. She can barely dance. Uh, she can barely act. And yet somehow – She's this revered $15 million uh, a year person on her talent show. Well, it's not I'm like, come her, on. It's not for her talent, man. I know. It's for her. It's for her ability to get people to follow yeah. what she does. I don't know. I don't get it. She I has captivated the world and she has. It may, you may not be part of that world that I I'm am speaking not. of. Neither I am, am I. Not. But at the same time, you know. That's that's why she, it's not like yeah. this, this woman is the greatest actor, singer, dancer you've ever seen in your life. No one said that. Right. Well, no, some people have said that. Well, uh, you know. She's my queen and all that bullshit. Totally, totally. Look, everybody has their heroes. That's part of that 15 million that are willing to follow her or whatever the number is. It's true. It's true. Plus, she's with that douche, Alex Rodriguez, who I really hate. Um, I wish he'd never wore our pinstripes. Um, anyway, so it, that's what we're jumping in. We talked to the got a championship out of it. Yeah, got a championship out of it. Oh, no. I realize that means less to you, but anyway, enough with sports talk. <laughs> 
You guys want us to barrel into baseball talk? Let's do it. I don't know shit anymore. If you want to go back to six years ago and then everything up until like 1982. Yeah, you're good to go. I'm good to go. Robin Yount, George Brett. That's all in your vocabulary. Yeah, exactly. It's just this new crop. Look, I I used to follow Kershaw when he was new into the league for the first few years. Me too. And uh, he was on my list of guys I wanted to see because I was still following baseball. Yeah. Got to see him, et cetera. But yeah, six years ago, something just stopped. I get it. Flat out. Everybody hits their wall they hit, I think. I'm out. Uh, All right. So we're going to break this thing down. Matt, you want to tell them how the show works? Uh, Once we set a topic, we go our individual ways and create personal top ten lists. Show back up here. Uh, I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we have revealed our personal top ten list, we get the shows between us. Hey, but I have to hope I sold. All right. Uh, I almost got into auctioneering. Really? Because a friend of mine does it. He does charity auctions Ooh. and makes very good money. No, but he does those charity auctions where he walks from person to person. Is like we're selling this. Oh, no, 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 no. Right. He, he's a comic. Right. And he's not the guy sitting out there going. He's hey, putting no, on no, a no, show. No. no, he does that as well. Oh, really? He leads okay. the auction. He's entertainment for the oh. evening. And there's good must be corporate good money. Yeah, corporate clients come in and pay mm-hmm. a, a decent amount. He kills for holiday charities because everybody wants to get that you know paid before the of course also right before the fiscal year ends. Right. Uh, it's time for giving. You yeah, know? it's true. But yeah, he was like, "You want to get it?" I, th- I thought about it for a while. Like you know, went out. I helped him on a couple gigs just oh. to see what it was. Yeah. And he's like, you know, I'll throw you a few hundred bucks. Just come out and all you'll do is stand in the crowd and just – if I miss somebody, point them out. That's yeah. all you got to do. I'll give you a few hundred bucks and I think you'd be good at this. And I was like kind of looking around. It was interesting but it was not my – it was like I don't think I can – Yeah. Because he's a guy who just relishes wanting to be that life of the party. Right. You're not, you're not built that way. I want to just tell the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Get up there and here's mm-hmm. what I prepare. I'll interact with you. I have zero problem with that. Right, right. But I don't want to be – I've had to do the juggling act for 90 minutes. It's, it's exhilarating. It's also exhausting. Yes. And to do that every time knowing, it's like, that's not my yeah. – going into it, that's not what I want. So if it jam. ends up there, fantastic. Right, 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 right. You don't but seek if, it. Well, if it's the same thing every time, the repetition bores me. Uh, Thank God we've maintained I know. non-repetition. Well, you know, we put in our bullshit. We talk about sports. That's what I'm saying. Keeps and, us uh, keeps us alive. So, and fans have been complaining lately that we don't do enough ty- uh, tangents. So, you know, uh, I'm just saying. All right, anyway, all right. What's your uh, number ten, my well, man? Look, they can suck it. How about oh, that? Whoa, I'll, whoa! I will fight each and every one of you. Yee. Right there. That's for the video, and that's for the people that oh, like boy. us most. If you got a problem, you come to Los Angeles right now. You bring the war to my shore. <laughs> I will take you on. I like that. That's good. Uh, it's a variation of I only have. That's good. War to my shore is good. War to my shore. Well, the other one is war. You know, it's a war on the shore. I, yeah. I've used oh, that. war on the shore is good. I've used that for us for something stupid <laughs> and for you. I just remember because every time I do it, it's just uh, anytime you think of like, oh, f- you know, the 4th of July, it's the war on the shore. Right. It's the battle of this versus this. You're just doing a bad wrestler. Our commentator. That's right. It's all your Saturday the eighth. That's right. Mighty Matt Osa takes you on to the war on the shore. The shittiest nickname in the history of nicknames. <laughs> Don't mess out. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> all right. What's your number ten, my man? Um. So when you initially, oh, I love offered up. I love these explanations. Well, offered up. Hey, this, this is the weird thing. Uh, I sent back. I was like within thirty seconds. I was like, I got the five or whatever the number yeah, seven, was. Seven. You said the yeah, seven. Yeah. Super quick. Problem is, I got to seven. <laughs> <laughs> Not, no joke, man. After that, I was like, okay, I haven't seen that. And you were like, 
There aren't Wall Street specific where it oh, takes yeah. place on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's Wall Street connected, Wall Street adjacent. I threw on this list too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I tried to. Well, there is some Wall Street adjacent. Right. Um, but by and large, it's it's about Wall Street. It's yeah. on Wall Street because I didn't know Hustlers was two worlds colliding. Wall right. Street was part of the story. I didn't want to do ten stripper movies. I didn't feel like doing that. No, you sent that, and this doesn't really. Yeah. Are there's not even ten? Are there ten? We got strip tease. Showgirls. What's the one with the, the blue iguana? Oh, that's uh, Dancing at the Blue Iguana. There you go. Right with Daryl. That one's all right. Yeah, that one was all right. Um, uh, yeah, Showgirls sucks. The yeah. one with Demi Moore sucks. Yeah, strip tease sucks. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. But Wall Street, surprisingly, given all the number of things that happened down there, yeah. to me there wasn't a lot. No, and some of them are like – Documentaries or TV documentaries. I, yeah, I cheated. Yeah, yeah I cheated yeah, flat out. I'm sure you did. Well, we just I got to it and I was like, I, there's one theatrical that I hadn't seen. I was like, that maybe would mm. make a list. It could make yours. Yeah. And then like two others I'd never heard of. Oh. And then I looked them up and everybody was like, yeah, it doesn't really fulfill on its promise in the beginning. Right, right. And you know, so and so was great, but the rest of the film was kind of flat. And I was like, well, I'm mm. not going to make time to go back for something that's not going to make my list. Right. So, okay. yeah, their cheats flat out. So, all right, let's jump into it then. Ordered accordingly. Number 10 is um, – okay, well, with that caveat aside then, I will go with my original order. <laughs> 10 is Boiler Room. Uh, all right, that's a punt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought about putting it higher, but – I like it. Nine is Enron, the smartest guy, smartest guys in the room. Yeah, I, I've been, I haven't seen that one, so I would have probably put it on if I'd seen it because it got okay. a lot of good reviews. It did. It's also just to see – the corporational largesse and guys mm. acting in a way so that their downfall was because they could uh, – because they were in the natural gas, mainly commodities market, or buying and selling futures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's what they built their company, like what part of their company around. And uh, they could do something – I can't remember what the machination was called, but they could do something where the profits they on this trade – they could forecast out to what they think they would make 10 years in the future and take those profits now. Yeah. And you're like, well, how, you're just crystal balling what you think you're going to make in the commodities market right, in five right. to 10 years. Like, that is horse shit. <laughs> I'm sure some of these are safe plays, but they're talking about how reckless they were. Yeah. Well, of course, you're trying to forecast the future and that shit's going to blow up in your face eventually. Yeah. And it did. And the fact that it got to this size and I know the whole pish posh of how does something like this happen? They're like, hey, this is going to happen. Until there are no more corporations. Yeah. Humans are by their uh, – I think humans by their nature can be quite greedy. Yeah. And, they'll take advantage of the system and exploit it. Of course. It's what all these movies are. Mm-hmm. And they'll complain if you take advantage of the system because they couldn't take advantage of the system in the same way. Uh, that's what I find funny. All these people who cheat on their taxes are the same ones crying about people getting handouts in the world. I'm like, you're cheating on your fucking taxes. Kiss my ass. Uh, you know, you che- well, if you're cheating the government, they're che- if you accuse them of cheating the government, but you're cheating the government, what's the fucking difference? True. I, I think their rationale would be on some of those individuals. I'm already – they're making a lot of money. I'm like, you have no idea how much tax I pay. Mm. So if I can save myself X, considering how much I have paid this year, yes, I make a lot. But if this was your paycheck and they took this much, you're telling me you wouldn't try and steal back 1%? <laughs> I, it's just that's another human emotion of yeah. this. I earned this. this oh, yeah. Mine. Rationalization. Of course. It is. Of course. Everybody's got their corner. Yeah. So in this one, their corner was we're going to get rich and fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Basically. <laughs> Basically. Uh, and they had connections right up the board all the way to the White House. Yeah. Because there's no way you get to be a company this large without having those connections. Yep. 
Yeah. So that's what was fascinating about watching that uh, Theranos documentary. Have you watched that one on HBO yet about that Theranos. woman? The woman who created that uh, the, those things that supposedly could test your blood with a pinprick. Oh, that did the voice alter? Yeah. And now speaks with a really interesting register. Yeah, it's really down here. Yeah. Bar- Bar- I, forget, I think it was there. Varvatos. Like, it's not it's quite, like, you know. Yeah. Was she a great? Was she a great big fat person? Um, it was. It just poked in your uh, blood. Uh, yeah, she was. Yeah. So anyway, I watched the documentary the other. It's an engrossing documentary. I'm sure Fantastic that it is. Documentary. Her story is so weird, but it's like total fucking lies, lies and sham. It's lies and it's a pyramid scheme. Never admitting it. Of course never not. Never admitting it. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And then playing victim while she's being interviewed for the documentary. I found that to be incredible. Man. Because in her mind, perhaps this is inevitably going to be made anyway. She's just the first to realize it, so she knows she's not wrong. Right. Like, we will have this blood testing one day. Trust me. Right. And it's just a matter of willing it now into existence. I'm going to take advantage of it while I can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cheat the system. Well, yeah. yeah. That's Enron for you. Okay. (laughs) What's your number eight? Uh, Number eight is a TV movie, Mm -hmm. Barbarians at the Gate. James Garner? Yep. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. HBO movie, he's the head of RJR Nabisco, mm-hmm. and it's getting uh, – I remember this book. This book was huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember when the movie came out long after, but Barbarians on the Gate was a cool phrase. It always stuck with me. Yeah. And of course, honestly, it plays into my love of the Romans and whatnot because that's what it is, the Barbarians at the Gate. Mm. Um, you do love those Romans. I do love those Romans, man. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time with them doing these long shifts. I've listened to a lot of history podcasts. True. I'm sure you have. I now have a greater understanding of why the triumvirate formed, Oh, the motivations from all the different actors within it, mm-hmm. and how they were orchestrating those plans to manipulate the others to get what they want and vice versa, sometimes helping, sometimes hurting. I spent a lot of time with those three. Wow. A lot of time with those three. Respect. When will that ever come up and be helpful in my life? I don't know. Probably Jeopardy? never. Maybe Jeopardy? Maybe Jeopardy. Yeah. Give me things Matt's listened to, to a lot of for <laughs> 600 I'll take the Romans for a thousand, Alex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Roman history, no snows. Uh, <laughs> can I just blindly go daily double on this? I realize that's not how the show works, but I'm pretty sure the, the two thousand. I got that. I got that. I'll I'm bet all it all. It. Not a problem. Um, yeah. So barbarians at the gate. So uh, he is Gardner is the head of RJR Nabisco. Yeah, and. Eventually gets to the point where he would either have to step down or buy the company and someone floats the idea of how you would actually do that and it gets into a competition of buying that company outright from the investors and taking yeah. it private and a private equity firm, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And it's a true story of just how these two sides leveraged each other against one another right. for the biggest leverage buyout up until that point in the history of mankind yeah. for 20 – uh, twenty billion or twenty-five billion or something, and you hear that number now, and you're like, "Really? That's it?" It Isn't was like nineteen ninety-one, nineteen ninety-two. Um, but you know, good. now that seems like you know, that's ridiculous. But adjusted for inflation, I don't know what twenty-five billion now would be for a company that large. There's no way, even for adjusted yeah. for inflation over the past twenty years, that twenty-five billion is now maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. If it was a difference, I think, from 1970 to 1990 as opposed to 1990 to – well, that would be 2019. Eh, 30, almost 30 years. Yeah, Maybe. you might be closer. Maybe. Let's look it up. OK. I want to see when it was. I want right. to say it was like 1992. Yeah. The movie – or the the book is based on the event. 
If you can, uh, you know, uh, exit out of all the Roman uh, things you have up. All my tabs yeah. open right now. Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I love it. I got 40 tabs, but none of them. I think only one or two of them are. Are Romans? Yeah. Okay. Dominus Omnus. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Come CPI on. Pull it up. Inf- Originally published in 1989. So oh. even further. Okay. So, oh, 89. All right. We're going back to 80. 25 billion in 1989. Yeah. How many, how many zeros are in 25 billion? Nine? Uh, yeah. Does that look right to you? Yes. Okay. Let's see. In January 1989 to July 2019, $25 billion is... Well, it's September, if you can adjust for that. Wow. Maybe it makes it a little bit closer and you know, further in your argument. Yeah. I'm helping you. No, no. I get it. No, totally. But it's telling me that uh, it can't do it right now because the number is too high. Let's see. Really? It broke the internet. <laughs> Inflation is that bad in the devaluation of the currency. Let me see here. We've got to get back on the gold standard, it sounds like, until we start making up gold. <laughs> gold. Uh, yeah, it's going to all be bitcoins. Cryptocurrency, man. That's where you got to go. By the way, I don't know a damn thing about uh, any of that crap. Oh, about uh, cryptocurrency? No, I got friends that are so hardcore into it. Yeah, that I hear man. them and like, dude, it's like you're describing your dream to me right now. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't care. <laughs> you're like, I don't get it. I don't care. Wow. It's like listening to someone, you know, describe where they drove somewhere. So then I took a left on, I don't give a fuck. I don't. <laughs> Just get to the goddamn story. Get to the story. Uh, yeah. Uh, only use numbers. Okay. Oh, maybe that's the problem is that I'm putting in these commas. And that's throwing the whole thing off. Could be. You're very formal. That's what we know about. Yeah, true. It's a terrible truth. When you do actually put pen to paper, it's with a quill. <laughs> so, it's impressive to watch. It's on his desk if you guys have ever seen pictures. Uh, okay. It, what, uh, 25 million would cost uh, – whoa, shit. Uh, Come on. It says – I think if I'm right, 511 – one hundred and forty-six thousand seven hundred sixty-seven. Oh no! Wait. Okay. So you're saying five hundred eleven billion dollars? So it's uh, half a billion dollars. It would, or half a trillion dollars. Half a trillion dollars. There's no way. No. There's no way. And that's too far. Wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. To go seven, up that eight, much? Nine, so fifty-one million. One hundred and fourteen. Fifty-one billion. Yeah. Fifty-one. 50, I'm oh, sorry. Fifty-one billion. One hundred and. Uh, okay. So it's doubled. Right, one hundred fourteen million six hundred seventy-six thousand seven hundred sixty-nine dollars. Okay. Yeah, still yeah. seems way too low. Then twenty-five billion does not seem yeah crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair. But I'm I'm guessing the Dow was not trading above ten thousand at that point. Now, if we dip below, you know, twenty, right. the world lights its hair on fire. Does <laughs> and you're like, look at the historical <laughs> metric of this thing. It ballooned right. in the past twenty years. Yeah, true, true, true. As we just started fictionalizing everything, money's whatever we mean it is. You're like, okay, good system, guys. Good system. <laughs> Gotta love I it. I mean, gold is arbitrary in itself. Yes. But at the same time, at least it has some intrinsic value in that you can use it in electronics. You can make yeah. jewelry out of it. It True. has real-world properties yep. instead of you know an arbitrary decimal place. <laughs> to what it is. Uh, all right. Let me try one more time. I just want to make sure I got this right. If $10 million in 1989 
to ten to what is it? Fuck this shit. It says the it says it can't go above ten thousand. That's bullshit. All right, let's move on. There's no one. Let's, let's move on. That was your number eight, right? Barbarians at the gate. That was my number eight. Okay. Now my number ten is a margin call. That's a punt. Okay. All right. Then my number nine is Wall Street Two. Money never sleeps. Uh, I didn't. I couldn't do it. Okay. I saw it the once. I haven't seen it since. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I like the movie. I thought it was uh, some good work from Shia and from Michael Douglas in this. Uh, you know, revisiting what happened in Wall Street, uh, Gordon Gecko and all that. Uh, having him like uh, Shia fall in love with the daughter of Gordon Gecko and then really come face to face with what he's willing to do and not willing to do for success, for the money, uh, and what he has to go through. Um, and I found it to be a good update. Uh, to the story and you know uh, Gecko gets out of prison and he's trying to find his way back to his money and you know what a scorpion is a scorpion if you're going to let him ride on your back what do you think is going to happen so yeah. I enjoy that about the movie very much I'm trying to do the same thing and I think I hit upon the uh, the site you used yeah 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 and it did the same it's like can't go above 10 million yeah sorry buddy can't help you well, <laughs> why would I want to go back and find out how much a gallon of milk was you know what I mean it's yeah. like, well, I'm not going back for 72 cents <laughs> Yeah. I want to hear like, oh, you know, the Civil War, they stole $8,000 and they killed 57 people to do it. And you're like, what is $8,000 worth? Right. But at that point, that was, you know, <laughs> a much more stable system as opposed to now. All right. Let's try this one. Okay. This is thrilling, thrilling radio. It is, isn't it? You got to love this. <laughs> yeah, $51 billion. $51 billion, billion. Uh, $24,193 and... Fifty-five cents. Boom. So that's not crazy. Yeah, it's not. No, no. Uh, so what do you got next? Oliver Stone directed that one oh, as yeah. well. Wall Street. Wall Street. M- Money never sleeps. Uh, who else is in this thing? Anybody else in this thing? No, Frank Langella. That's right. He plays like I think the main yeah, guy they're that. trying to take down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I think so. Okay. Uh, all right. Then my number eight is Inside Job. Did you ever? Did you put that one on your list? Which one is that about? No, I don't. Have Inside it. Jobs, the Wall is the is the uh, uh, documentary about Wall Street. Um, okay. Didn't see it. Uh, it, it it's a fan for me. I really enjoyed the movie. Um, it's a documentary from Charles Ferguson about the financial crisis that happened in the late two thousands and how it related to Wall Street. And how it was all like kind of where it generated from, um, and looking at the uh, uh, systemic corruption of what's happening in our financial systems and our financial services. And some of these films, dude, are really, really tough to watch because – like this one that's out on Netflix that I really want to watch, The Great Hack. I'm scared to watch it because like once you watch these films, there's no going back. Once you have the information, you you are yeah. – you know, you're the fig leaf then comes over your penis. Like you're just like, oh shit, I'm naked in the Garden of Eden. Like it just kind of opens up your eyes these things and you're like, oh, fuck. Now I have to be worried about this. Now I have to worry about that. Now I have to have that in my head when I'm doing this. And so um, this is one of those ones that I was looking at. I was like, Jesus Christ, the level of corruption, the level of like inherent uh, systemic uh, prejudice towards a person of poverty or uh, who has no yeah. money. It is absolutely built to take advantage of you from beginning to end. Literally, our financial systems are built on that saying, a fool and his money are soon parted. It's absolutely oh, yeah. built that way. A sucker's born every minute. Right, exactly. It's, it's so uncomfortable. That's, that's capitalism, baby. <laughs> huh? You're just a dollar sign to me, my man. Yeah. That's that's the thing, man. Ultimately, if all free market enterprise was allowed to be, you know, unchecked, it would we would cannibalize one another. Yeah, probably true. We would. We would. Yeah, because I mean, unfortunately, someone's motivations are going to be so purely one sided that they're going to have a calamitous effect on the rest of us. Oh, like sure. A triggering type of. Yeah. Because size of corporations now, 
That's why the fifty-one billion. It's like yeah. this is a drop in the bucket. I bet you the liquidity of Apple at given times, maybe not fifty-one billion, right. but they've had billions on hand. Sure. And now fifty-one billion, like billion-dollar acquisitions of companies all the time. Yeah, man. This this doesn't mean shit. How do I get my access to that kind of money? That'd be nice. Well, first off, cut yourself open and remove your soul. Yeah, basically, that's a good. <laughs> that's that's step one. And then step two, I would say going down the path to either <laughs> economics or uh, computer, you know, science. Yeah. Because yeah. now Wall Street is is dominated by quants and people that just crunch numbers. Yep. And set up algorithms that can predict the future stability or in, or volatility of the market. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. It's all a bunch Oof. of bullshit. It's a very very true point. Uh, all right. Anyway, it's a fantastic documentary. If you haven't watched it, it's broken up into five parts and they explore like how this all came about systemically and step by step and then what they think is going to happen for the future. You know, And I haven't gone back to see it in a while to see um, sorry, to see if their predictions were accurate or not. So uh, I can't wait to go back. Uh, well, I can't wait. This is, but when I'm ready to go back to it, I will and see how much of their uh, predictions uh, came true here in 2019 or, and beyond. So we'll see. All right. What's your number uh, seven, Matt Nost? Seven is the punt from earlier margin call. Okay, cool. Not that much. Would you have nine? I had it at ten. Ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Only because I don't run back and watch this thing over and over again. But I'll watch Wall Street. I'll watch Inside Job at some point. Because there are so few movies about Wall Street itself, yeah, yeah. that's why I bumped it up just a little bit more for me. That's the fair. idea of the, the people that were basically saw the tsunami and knew that they were going to be part of that wave of tsunami of destruction and yeah. tried to get out, you know, basically, you know, uh, uh, in essence – they could either be at the crest of the wave or at the trough of the wave. Yeah. They chose to be at the crest. And it was, unfortunately for their motivations, the smarter move. This inevitably is going to break. We can't stop it. We might as well fuck everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot, a lot of that is coming. Yep, yep. Don't um, disagree. Yeah. So to see just, hey, we're highly leveraged and we've overextended ourselves and based all this on a forecasting model. Now we've been outside of that for it's like a week or something. Mm -hmm. We've already hit our all-time highs. We're gearing too much on our margins. And if we get called on all of this, that's more than our liquidity. We can't yeah. cover it. We're yeah. destroyed. And beyond that, by orders of magnitude. Right. Uh, yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> it is. When Tucci was like, you know, I made a bridge. I was an engineer before I came to this. And he talks about how that singular bridge has actually helped humanity more than he ever has. Yeah. When he just describes all the attributes of what it's managed to do. It saved people from traveling X number of miles, which translates into this many minutes over the course of the average life expectancy. So I saved this community X in the past. And you're like, yeah, with yeah. that one bridge. Yeah. The irony of that moment is the um, the reasons he's giving out. The analytical reasons he's giving out for why he was uh, able to do that and how he was able to save mm -hmm. all that money is the exact same skills he's using now yes. to doing what he does. So it was like, I see your point, but you're use, you're proving your point by saying by using the exact same things that put you into this situation, which is your incredible analytical ability. And he profited. Yeah. Ultimately, when True. they bought his silence for the day. Yeah. That day. Yeah. Yep. Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of good performances in this film, a lot of good acting in this film. Uh, I, I, and it's uh, it's not like a, there's other films that come across and do Wall Street and it's like way more dynamic. This was very syst just systematic how it went about yeah, uh, uh, showing you what one happened. Day. Yeah, exactly, exactly, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. And then you saw, you know, what would happen. You wouldn't have 
histrionics. You, it, it's more like a like an overwhelming thing of what you're seeing happening. Like you're shocked uh, as it goes along. So yeah, definitely. All right, which number six? Uh, six. It's surprising with the slow trading places. Oh, um, slight slight punt. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, my number seven, American Psycho. That's a punt. Okay, fair. Uh, my number six then is Glengarry Glen Ross. How is that a Wall Street movie? Well, because of what they're doing. Uh, the guy comes from Wall Street when Alec Baldwin shows up to tell them what he's going to do with the leads. Is trying to get them to come he's up. He's from Wall Street because yeah. they're real estate sales. Yeah, yeah, but he's uh, coming from the company into Wall from the Wall Street company. Like they've got. Uh, oh, yeah. I forget that detail. Even okay. though I've seen it a million times, I just no association with oh, really? Wall Street. Okay, head. yeah, okay. Because they're trying to get these guys to sell these. Hey, things. look, you know, awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. If you didn't like Jack Lemmon before, you're going to love Jack Lemmon. Yeah. Because it's not even like his nicest nice guy. He's kind of put upon life hasn't been as good to him as he had hoped. Right. Type right. of – and Pacino. It's a good performance for Pacino. Yeah. Baldwin's yeah. character was written for this movie. Mm-hmm. It crushes it. Now I can't imagine the play without it. Yeah. Uh, you have what? Ed Harris. Yes. And this guy. I'm not going to do Alan that. Alan Arkin. Yeah, Arkin. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anybody else? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Main? Spacey. That's right. Yeah, he's Williamson. Uh, Jonathan Price is the victim of Ricky Roma, which is uh, Pacino's character. Uh, okay. Um, I don't think there's anybody else but those. Oh, and then there's the cop guys. But those are guys that are character actors that you've seen in a million things. But everyone else is pretty much the main uh, people that you see that you just mentioned. Yeah. Right? Ed Harris, uh, Ike Baldwin, all those guys. Uh, just stellar cast. Yeah. Absolutely stellar cast. Fantastic play. But yeah, I mean, because I, to me, they're essentially Wall Street uh, uh, guys selling their shares of shit, trying to get people to buy in the fantasy of what they're selling, mm-hmm. uh, and then in the end, what it leads to. Uh, and it's fantastic performances, great acting, fucking great script from David Mamet. Um, and I love the play. I directed the play one time. I wish I could direct it again. It's such a great fucking play. Um, and it's fun to stage. It's fun to put around and to see that if you get the right group of actors, the progression of the story is so much fun as well. And certainly in this film, they do that, yeah. um, which I was really surprised about. Uh, all right. What's your number five? Uh, five uh, is The Corporation. What is that? The documentary. I never saw that. What is that? So the premise of it is this. So if we as a society through our laws are going to recognize corporations as having the same rights as people uh-huh. in a lot of regards – then why don't we psychologically analyze this person? And they go through and go through a corporation's motivations. It's like, okay, well, if you saw that in an individual, that individual would be categorized as psychotic or as narcissistic (laughs) or as all these things, which, yes, a corporation's motivations, if we're going to look at it like a person. And the reason it's, to me, is Wall Street. It's a mix of all corporations. But a guy, I want to say he was talking about 9-11, Says the first thing I thought to get into when I hear all this terrible news was I need to get either in or out of gold, but I believe into gold immediately. Wow. Because the price will skyrocket because people want a more solid foundation in yep. turmoil. Yep. So certain commodities, most commodity prices go up. Wow. Uh, and he's like, that was my first thought. My first. <laughs> and you, the, the crystallization. I want to say it was for 9 11. Yeah. It was just a, somebody on the New York Stock Exchange was like, wow, that is a motivation. You don't think about the terrible – what must this be like? Right, What right. is going on? Like I don't understand your first thought is, oh, well, when the the streets run red is the best time to invest. Yeah. Where can I put my money? Right. Like, oh, OK, Rothschild. Uh, uh, it's like the school sh- – it's like the shootings, right? Whenever there's a mass shooting, 
for some fucking reason, guns and Gun rifles, sales go up. they go up. I know. They go up. It's incredible. Catherine and I had a discussion about this three years ago, and I was like, listen, just so you know, I don't I don't know if you want to, but this is pretty much a sure bet yeah. that guns will go up or anytime there's a clamoring for any kind of legislation, buy, buy whoever owns AR-15s yeah. because the people are going to make a mad rush and their next probably two quarters sales are going to be way higher. Yeah. And that legislation is getting pushed through anytime soon mm-hmm. and you can just ride the profits and done. Wow. Yeah. So you're okay investing with guns? No, we didn't do it because oh, okay. we were both like, but you it's really gross. It. It's one of those of, look, this is a possibility within right, the market. Right. Do we want to do this? Right. We were both like, it feels really gross. Yeah. It feels really gross. Because Bin Laden is not that far away from that. Yes. Just letting you know. So exactly. <laughs> it's the same type of- You could have made the jump, man. Could have. Could have. But at the same time. Uh, I'm curious of this thing. Yeah. But it, see, but that's what I appreciate about you and uh, Catherine. You guys are really smart about- uh, money, man. You're way smarter about it than I am, and uh, I, think I appreciate that when you you have different. Yeah, different. Uh, yeah, uh, but I wish I had that. I, I would rather be more about that because that that provides long term security in this world uh, than I am. Maybe, uh, maybe yeah. you never know. Yeah, because they said it was smarter to rent in the last economic downturn than it was to have bought. Oh, okay. You're buying at an inflated price and. Okay. Renters actually saved money over the course of that and you lost. Uh-huh. By and large. Okay. But some people, you know, like another movie we're going to get to, own two and three condos on subprime mortgages. Oh, yeah, yeah. So like, well, oh, you, yeah. you shouldn't have. We will be getting to that. Yes, we will. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, so the corporation is, is just that. Um, there is no greater description beyond it. Plus, honestly, it has some of the great uh, imagery on a, a movie poster. Yeah. It's simple. It is this red silhouette of a man with a briefcase, and he has horns, oh, and it maybe wow. has a tail. But it's you see it, and you're like, I know what this thing's about. <laughs> I'm in now. And, and people are like, oh, it's just attacking businesses. Well, it, it's if businesses were left unchecked, yeah. and they can accrue so much more power and have way more a hand in in huge, you know, politically shifted or shaping events. Yeah. Like the motivations of this corporation. So why we have you know banana republics at one point in yeah, times. True. Now think of the companies and how much more power they. There are certain companies that make more than other countries. Yeah, yeah. Just um, a bigger player on, in some regards. So Sheffield United in May of seven May of this year yes. denied their links to the Bin Laden family. Oh, you looked that up? Yeah, while yeah, we're... yeah, yeah. I want to make sure. But have they offered any proof, or are they just <laughs> publicly saying, "But they." It's like Chappelle's bit. Like, I've never slept with her. Please believe me. Nobody's going to believe you. Please swear to God. (laughs) No, you say. No, I'm saying. An accountant has denied knowing Sheffield United might be getting money from a relative of former al-Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden. They're hearing evidence right now in the high court. This was in May? May. May of 2019. Uh, So they're denying it. uh, They called the claims rubbish. But we haven't. I don't. I don't see a, a uh, like a, like a decision here. So maybe it's yeah, still well, it's ongoing. Claims. There's nothing. Yeah. Let's see if it balloons beyond <laughs> this. Yeah. Right. There's more to take a look at. Yeah. Well, uh, if the people are making claim, okay. Do you have any proof of your claim? Or you right. Just... Exactly. You're just saying. So Ashley Prowls, send us some proof before you. Uh, Could be the article push... that he sent me that I didn't click on when I was working. Oh. I was just scrolling through Twitter. All right. Well, I, I you know because if it doesn't say that it's definitely. Um, 
that situation. They don't make they don't make uh, uh, Matt Nose jump off the blades. The blades are doing well. Dude, what if it cuts to like the stitching in their uniforms is Bin Laden's beard? Oh. <laughs> they just they shaved it all off. They managed to get it. Now they sew it in a little bit of Bin Laden into every every kit, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> That's horrible to think about. It is horrible to think yeah. about. Woof. I'm out. Uh, yeah, exactly. Where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> in all the worst ways. All right, number five was your corporation. Okay, number five is the Trading Places, which is the slight oh, pun okay. from earlier because it's in the top five. Yeah, uh, I love this movie to pieces, man. Um, people don't talk about it with the same reverence as they do, like Coming to America or Beverly Hills Cop. I don't think it's as good as those. No, really? Okay, I it, love it. There's I nothing wrong with it, but. Beverly Hills Cop, that first one to me is iconic. I know yeah. a lot of people say that about 48 hours. I've always had a pull to Bev, uh, Cop and Coming to America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my, you know, Coming to America is my favorite, Eddie. Agreed. And then. Can't be beat. Beverly Hills Cop, like there's others and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one I just don't go back to watch all that much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do so you that's think why it's why it rates lower. Is it because it's a Dan Aykroyd story rather than Eddie Murphy, like a co story? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, okay. I appreciated the callback of the. Two of them, Mortimer and whatnot, oh God, and coming, coming to America. That was brilliant. brilliant. They were great in it. I just yeah. – yeah, the disconnection, I guess, with Aykroyd's character yeah. is what me sours too. me on coming back. One of the quietly true things about life is that Aykroyd is only interesting in a few films. He's not really interesting in a lot that of films. That is one of the quietly true things in life. <laughs> no, I mean you know? nobody wants to admit it. That's uh, so why it's quietly true. That's what I'm saying. Like Blues Brothers, that's Belushi's movie, not Aykroyd's movie. Uh, Ghostbusters. I submit it's not a movie, but go ahead. (laughs) Stop you. Bill Murray is the ghost. The Ghostbusters is Bill Murray's movie. That is not Dan Aykroyd's movie. Yeah. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's rarely. um, I mean, when you look at Aykroyd movies, are you? My stepmother is an alien. Not that great. But people love the Great Outdoors. So, Uh, right. I don't either. Yeah. But people defend that movie like crazy. John Candy as a kid. That one I saw in the theater. Right. And it's like, nope. No. no. I saw it the once. I know I've seen it since, but yeah. nah, I will I'll go back and watch ten others of his. Yeah. yeah. Shit, I'd probably watch uh what is it, Wagons East before I watch that. Oof. Yeah. Oof, that's a strong statement. You'd watch or that. Canadian over... Bacon, isn't he in that? Yeah, he is in that. That was on Comedy Central a lot. I've seen that movie. Yeah. When I was in college. Which was the last one? Wagons East or I think Wagons East was the last one. I think one. so. Yeah. And Canadian Bacon, who was that Eugene no, that was Armed and Dangerous, the one Eugene Levy. Yeah, no, that was Prime Candy. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, those other two are on the tail end of his, you know, before he passed. Right. I don't want to say career because he, you know, passed prematurely. No, uh, yeah, it's true. Very good point. Very good yeah. point. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, he is what he is, Dan. And, and no offense to Dan. He's certainly a very nice gentleman and, and been successful. But I just don't think his, <laughs> his movies are all that great. Uh, although I did like him in uh, uh, Gross Point Blank. He's good in Gross Point Blank. Yeah, he's the other right? assassin. Oh, oh, wait. Dr. Detroit. Great in Dr. Detroit. I love Dr. Detroit, okay. that 80s film. He's good in that. It's um, one of those, I know I've seen it, couldn't tell you anything about it. Oh, fair. It's been so fair. long. I, I can definitively say, yeah, yeah. Cause yeah. Because for the longest time, I, I, I associated that movie with Kiss just because of Detroit. Because I'd never heard, I never heard Kiss. It wasn't playing on the radio. Right. right not. I just knew who they were. Yeah. Like they showed up in Scooby-Doo cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't know... You just saw Kiss on the Scooby-Doo cartoons. You're like, oh, this is interesting. And then I found out after once I got yeah, older that they were a band. but yeah. still didn't know the, the tunes and whatnot. <laughs> and that, ex- that existed in my head at the roughly oh. the same time. And I was like, oh, I wonder if it's like a tie-in. 
you know, somehow like what De- Detroit Rock City became. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some kind of story about like rock music in Detroit, but that one's more Kiss, right. Detroit Rock City, obviously. But yeah, I couldn't tell you a thing about Interesting, it. Interesting, yeah. Uh, I'd throw Dragnet in the mix as well for Dan. So uh, four, four, in, four in his favor of 105 yeah. projects. So. I don't blame him for not liking Dragnet. I think it was just a weird choice overall for me. You're crazy. I love that movie. I know. I know. I love that movie. Outside of Dabney Coleman, I could... I could leave the rest. <laughs> Dabney go, is amazing. Go get my magazine. Exactly. You have this list? <laughs> it's just so great. Smut. <laughs> All the rest of it. It's like, it's a whatever. It's a shrug. Oh, man. I know. Look, it's got Hanks. I know. Hit I was head over heels for Hanks. It was kind of the last gasp of Hanks doing comedies, man. You know what? And we're the better for it. I don't know. I liked him in comedies, but... Yeah, if that meant oh, he true. had to go on and do everything he did after, I'm yeah. utterly fine with that. Right, right. I, I hope he finds his way back. To so it. do I. Like he's great in those um, well, SNL does. sketches. Those are great. Yeah, My David God. has pumpkins. Yeah, pumpkins is genius. It's great. But no, him being on Black Jeopardy as the white uh, country dude. Oh yeah, that was genius. Yeah, man. you know, listen, they're both more than likely so uh, you know, poor. Yeah, yeah, socioeconomically poor. <laughs> exactly. So they are going to have a lot of the same gripes. You can make it work. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, anyway, g- good film. Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, fantastic in the film as well. I think a young Al Franken uh, in this thing. And, of course, uh, the dude from uh, Breakfast Club being the mean dude all over the place in that film as well. And a nice little twist. But great yeah. stuff from Don Amici and uh, Ralph Bellamy, of course. All right. Uh, what's number four? Uh, four is the first Wall Street. Uh, that's a punt. Okay. That's fine. It's top four. You're acting like I'm denigrating well, the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a punt. Let's not act as though this thing is – Daryl Hannah doesn't act as an anchor at times. How dare you? Slowing this thing down. I don't know what's wrong with you today. Uh, maybe you've been creating too much grout. It's affecting your brain. It Boy, could be, dude. I've inhaled more than likely a lot of <laughs> I know. I'm a little worried about I just cleaned my nails today. I had grout and crap on it. Oh. You can see where finally my thumbnail is growing back. Oh, Jesus. Over on the side because scrape off and then there would be these tiny lines and I just used my thumbnail and it just, you know. It's not quite hardened cement, but yeah. a little fine. It just chipped away at my thumb. It was much deeper at one point. You're a man's man, Matt knows. So, no, I just uh, <laughs> <laughs> knew I could do it. And now having – it's like, oh, yeah, but this is a shitload of stuff. It is. Uh, number four then for me is the pun from earlier, Boiler Room, I think. Wow, really? Yeah. I really like this movie, man. I've seen it a lot of times. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. A lot of times. That's what I'm saying. It was on repeat in college. Mm-hmm. On the We had a stars filter. And it was one of Star's movies. Yeah. So I saw this thing a lot of times. I like it. It's I just like – it. it seems very of the moment to me in my head. Mm-hmm. I could – I would have put Glengarry higher, but Glengarry is not like 100 percent connected yeah, to Yeah, Boiler Room is. Boiler Room is. And I, and I like uh, – like you said, it's rewatchable, eminently rewatchable. It's a fantastic story through Giovanni Ribisi and his situation with his dad and all that he, that yeah. he goes through. And is a guy who's trying to – Figure out where he belongs in the world, sees this situation, mm-hmm. wants to kind of prove himself, wants to have his own voice in the world, sees his dad is so uber successful. He'd like to be that successful yeah. on his own, runs these games out of the rooms and then sees a bigger uh, bigger uh, uh, roulette wheel or game of chance to play sure. with Wall Street. And after much difficulty, figures it out. But then eventually, you know, has to make that decision to kind of uh, turn states, so to speak, and kind of set the whole thing up. I I love it to pieces, and it's 
great act. Even Vin Diesel is is fucking Vin fantastic good in, in this film. Yeah. Ben Affleck's good in this film. Oh yeah. Um, geez, I can't remember that actor's name. Who with plays the other his friend. Douche. Yeah, the other douche who plays his friend with the yeah. Kind of like uh, you know Vince Vaughn's douche in Swingers. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, you look a lot like the other dude. Act like him a lot. <laughs> just parroting. Yeah, a lot of what he's saying. You know what's funny to me about this movie is this yeah. is for me uh, this is your Goodfellas. I like it until the switch. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. To me, I love the switch. Like, you can't have the movie exist without the switch. I hear what you're saying, though. All right. I was enjoying the movie, and I would like to a downfall within that system. But yeah. look, you're telling me this didn't burn down Rome. Right. This still exists. Yeah, true. True. But at the same time, it's like, whatever. Yeah. It's enjoyable. Nia Long's in this thing as well. Uh-huh. And uh, Nikki Cat is the guy I'm thinking about. Scott Kahn is in this. Jamie Kennedy's in this. And the Ron Rifkin plays his dad. Tom Everett Scott. Forgot uh, Jamie Kennedy was in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Everett Scott, who I'm enjoying. Uh, we've been watching, I'm sorry, that Andrea Savage show. Oh, my wife liked that. Yeah, likes that show. It's a good fucking show. That's basically my girlfriend. Fucking, she is basically my girlfriend. Like, everything she does in that show, except crack those jokes the way she does, is basically my girlfriend, how she views the world. And it's mind-blowing to watch the show and see certain things that she does. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I look over and she's got a fucking impish grin on her face because she knows it's her. It's insane, that show. I love it. Uh, the second season is supposed to be coming to Netflix soon, so I can't wait to catch up on that. Um, anyway, where, where were we, man? Oh, uh, you're, you're three. Yeah, my three, uh, which is a punt from earlier, mm. American Psycho. Okay. Not a fan? It's not that I'm not a fan. It's more like it's a film that isn't my kind of movie. It isn't my movie, even though I respect it okay. and it's on my list. It's just not my kind of movie because of the shit that goes down in here. And I was like, do I really care about these motherfuckers? I really no. don't. No. Yeah. But I like it at the end. It's more a discussion of what really happened. Yeah, true. That's a fair point. And for that, as we've said, it's been, you know, the siren or the the, the, the calling card of this show. They live in a fictional world. Yeah. So to see him create a fiction on top of a fiction and now you don't know which – is reality. Yeah. It's super interesting. I just – when they have so much money in their ivory tower that the perfect business card is somehow – it's this minimalist yeah. where the perfect business card is actually the thing. And that's going to change mm-hmm. in like six months, a year. And then it's going to be the perfect this. But because they don't yeah. have any real worries on some level, they can obsess over – this trivial fucking thing. Yeah. How the letters lift exactly. off. And, you know, card, people do yeah. it. Some Some people invest in – you know, wearing uh, better clothes yeah. or nicer cars or accessorizing the car or right. whatever. It's outward display of wealth. Yeah. To them, it's now – we all know we have money. Yeah. Have you seen this fucking thing? <laughs> have you seen this? Do cardstock – fuck you, cardstock. This. This is whatever. Feel the weight of it. 32.3 grams. <laughs> That's a nice is a nice as close as you can get to cardboard without being cardboard. That's how classy this is. That's fair. Uh Samantha Mathis in this thing. Um a couple other people in this thing, but not really that many people have uh, noticed. Willem Defoe. Right, Defoe. Fuck, he I plays always the forget cop. about Defoe. Right. Obviously Christian Bale. Yes, yes, yes. Um oh, uh, uh the one woman that ended up being in Brown Bunny. Uh, Chloe Sevigny. Oh, Chloe Sevigny. Yeah, that's Sevigny. right. She plays her his assistant. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 
And who uh, else? Jared Leto's in this thing. Jared Leto is in that thing. Wow, Josh Lucas is in this thing. Reese is in this thing. Reese Witherspoon plays one of those one of the rich people, I guess. One of those girls that wow. they all hang out with. Blanking on that one. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. You uh-huh. like you said. Oh, Reggie Cathy's in this. Thing. I like Reggie. He's always cool. He's got that smooth voice, man. Reggie Cathy? Yeah, he was like, remember, did you, did you see that terrible Fantastic Four from like a couple of years ago with. Uh, which, yeah, sure. Which one? I've seen them all. Uh, okay, the he's the black dad of those uh, that they adopt, like the one with Michael B. Jordan and Rooney Mara. Oh, Laura. okay. That's I saw Reggie that movie Cathy. once. I don't remember. Okay. All right. I don't remember him. I think he's in The Wire. Wasn't he in The Wire? He could be. I can't visualize who we're talking about he, right now. He has the curly hair and the glass. He has like a. I think he's. Who'd have been on The Wire? Oh, curly hair with glasses. Oh yeah, he's Norman Wilson in The Wire. Show me the picture. Sure. Say, I, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you know the character. You knew Ziggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, sure. No, yeah, sure. Is it where, where is he? Is he in the paper? Is he part of the paper, or what does he do? Um. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm visual. So he was. Norman. He had to be season five, right? Or season, well, yeah, the newspaper season. Because that's the only one that now I don't go back to rewatch. Right. Because I think it's, it's just subpar to me compared to what they were. Oh, part. no. He's part of the um, the dudes trying to get Carsetti elected. Oh, you're right. Right? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. He's yep. in the car all the time with yes. them. And he's yes. constantly trying to keep him on the schedule. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's him. Yeah. Dude, uh, that show is still good. I, that show, I almost want to rewatch so it again. Up. Yeah. It's so hold up. Yep. But yep. you can go back. So long as you know the story, you can go back for whichever season you want to. Yeah. Because yeah. you can fill in the blanks of, oh, yeah, how would I get here? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The, I mean, I, I get why people like American Psycho. I, I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't – it's just, just something about it that just doesn't kind of grab me because I really don't give a fuck about any of the movie. Yeah. So I think Look, that's, that's why I don't go back and watch it. It's yeah. an easy critique. I do that all the yeah. time with movies. Yeah. Of, like, who am I supposed to care for here? Right. But on the outside looking in, every Wall Street movie, mm-hmm. I go into it going, I'm more than likely going to despise you on some <laughs> – All you motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, it's just your motivation is so singular. Yeah, true. That – you know, it's the bleeding edge of a knife, and all the rest of us. If we're in your way, yeah. you're going to do your best to cut us down. Right. It's kind of a tough road to hoe, unless I'm behind you, you know, and I'm not in the wake. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, all right. What's your what's the so then my number three that because that was your number three, right? Now my Correct. number three is the Big Short. That's my number two. Okay. Um, oh, I see. Oh, I see. What you did here. All right. Yeah. The Fair other enough. one's my favorite. Fair enough. All it's right. Of Wall Street. <laughs> The fun side of the largesse. Yes. Uh, uh, this one is uh, – man, this one's a so lesson. Good. This one's it a is. lesson. I now know what CDOs are, collateralized debt obligations yeah. Yeah. And, and tranches. That is stuck with me and how we got into that and then how we turned around and went, hey, we're just going to rebrand this same terrible idea we had. Yeah. Whether or not it's allowed to go to the links it did last time, I guess we'll find out in the future. Yeah, at some point, you know we will. We'll find a different way to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not from you know mortgages, find something else, but – there's a lot of mortgages. No, I don't, no matter what system you create, there's always someone trying to game it. There's just no way around that. Of course. It's just the truth. Human nature is that. How can I take advantage of this situation to my benefit, my financial benefit? How do I make this happen? And certainly – in the big short, you see – but I like the fact that you follow these different stories of these different characters mm-hmm. and yet all of them seem to have this kind of reverence and then shame about the situation. No one is like full-on – despicable in this movie that you really come across. Yeah. Everyone is more caught up in the wave of it 
Uh, except those, I mean, the two kids that when they're celebrating and Brad Pitt like reminds to, yeah. them, yeah. For every one percentage or something, thirty thousand people go on unemployment or some yeah. ridiculous like, holy shit. Yeah. Or maybe it was X number of people die because of unemployment. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. The reality, the reason he got out and now lives, you know, as best he can off the grid in that he grows his own vegetables. Mm-hmm. He recycles this. Like he's a step beyond what the rest of us are doing. Yeah. Because he just sees how terrible the world is. So Christian Bale, that dude went off and oh, now, yeah. yeah, his character and got completely out of it. He mm-hmm. was a doctor before and just saw the flaw in the system, was the first to recognize yeah. just how terrible this could all really go. It's amazing how some people can just see through it all, right? It's like it's that mind palace bullshit from Sherlock. Like some people can just really kind of in their head figure it out or just like kind of making a few numbers on the wall or on the paper or whatever the board – and then just figure out the holes, man. I marvel at that kind of shit. I'm not math inclined. So to me, I always marvel when people can do that. It's why, it's why Good Will Hunting is still one of my favorite movies, even though, of course, it's not Matt Damon actually being. But like the fact that he can do this is phenomenal, man. Yeah. The, the ease with which he can handle numbers and uh, equations and fractions, fuck all that. I, it always fucked me up in school. It was always the toughest thing for me in school. So I was terrible at physics. I was fucking terrible at physics because of that shit. I – well – I like the theoretical and philosophical of physics. Mm. The bare bones of the math behind, yeah. I don't really – the concepts and ideas that they express in the world around us, mm. fascinated. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But the math – and I took a, some higher math. You know, yeah. I went – you know, took some college classes of shit that I will never use in a million years. Right. And I you know, went pretty deep on it for a while. But yeah, I'm the same way. Just like I don't – that's not what fascinates me about life even mm-hmm. though I know that is – the skeletal system of the amazing thing I see around me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's still too much to wrap my head around exactly what we're talking about. So I'd rather like the fantasy on some level. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> right. uh, you, um, you know, yeah. we can talk about that. That's true all day long. Where's the big short from Adam McKay? No less. Adam McKay crushing it. That's yes. why when Veep was coming out, you're like, dude, I've already seen you do something that I I found to be so engaging on so yeah. many different levels. It's impressive, uh, and not Veep, but uh, Vice. Vice, yeah. Um, and I, I like that movie. There yeah. are a few points where I'm just like when you know they do the and they lived happily ever. I'm just kidding, and you're like, I, we already knew. Yeah, this a little too cute for its own good. Well, if this was made 30 years from now and they didn't really have an understanding of Cheney, sure. Yeah, but the rest of us lived through it. <laughs> So <laughs> quite visceral. Yeah, and any kid now that would, that would work on or they would enjoy. Yeah, they aren't old enough to give two shits about Dick Cheney. That's a good point. It's a very good point. But in this, you know, and you heard it coming out. I was like, Adam McKay, okay. Yeah. It's Steve Carell. Steve Carell. We hadn't. He'd been in some stuff. I, I would imagine Little Miss Sunshine was before this because mm-hmm. he was paving his way to. He is kind of the lead in this. Yeah. Yeah, it's him and Bale, but I think it's more so on him because mm-hmm. he at least has more of an emotional journey. Yeah. Uh, but it's split, and he juggles all these different storylines really well. I think Pitt fans is fantastic in this as well. Um, I love when he gets to do like smaller parts in films. Pitt always kind of brings a, an interesting color or flavor to the movie when he shows up and does that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always it's always fun to watch him slide in and slide yeah, out. Not so much in Twelve Years a Slave, but just about every other place. I liked it. You did? Yeah, I thought it was so out of place. I'm like, yeah. The problem is it's out of place is because he's Brad Pitt. Yeah, exactly. He's right. A, a thousand percent. He's an excellent character actor. Yep. 
who unfortunately is so fucking handsome, you're only going to play leading men. Yeah. So even when you do these small cameos, we're all like, this fucking Brad Pitt. (laughs) (laughs) When he came in at 12 years. Sitting in the theater. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody else seeing this? (laughs) Fucking Brad Pitt. (laughs) It's it's, it's like when uh, they were doing Ocean's Eleven in the press for that. Mm. And the story is Pitt was walking out ahead of Clooney and and Damon – the paparazzi were surrounding him. They give two shits about Clooney and Damon. <laughs> right. And that's when they turn to each other and they're like, that's famous. Yeah. I mean, we're famous, but that is actually famous. Right. So they would take all their pictures and then when they were done with Pitt, then they'd move on to anybody else that came. But it was like, we are trying to get yeah. every shot of you possible. It's just – so it's harder for him to slide into those yeah. characters. But he's good. Yeah. He's, he's always so good. good. He is. Um, all right. Uh, the number two you is, is is for you is the Big Short. Uh, so gonna, yeah, your two is probably my number one. It is the Wolf of Wall Street. That's my number two. Correct. Absolutely. Uh, Can't go, believe please. you made it there. Yeah, huh? Can't believe it made it there. Yeah. Oh, you made number one for you. You're shocked by it. All right. I'm not right. shocked, but when I saw this the first time, I thought it was okay. Oh wow! And it's upon repeat viewing. Yeah. That now I enjoy it each time a little bit more. Oh yeah. And a little bit more. And it just speaks to the charm and overall debauchery that this dude got to live through. And, you know, escape, any real consequence. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You ruined how many lives. And he went to a white-collar prison for a short time and then got out. Yeah. Still owes creditors a bunch of money. But who knows if he'll ever actually be forced to pay any of that off. Yeah. And still trying to uh, pitch shows and do whatever. Yeah, and speaking ever tours. Since that show. Yeah, yeah, the movie rather. Yeah. So much of his wealth is supposed to now go to paying back creditors, but I, who knows? Yeah, it's supposed to. It's supposed to. Whether um, or not the government steps in, and automatically garnishes, or just flat out takes the check. Yeah, I don't know because then I'm sure he just works out under the table deals, and he's still making way more money than he's reporting. Yeah. There's no way this did. <laughs> Didn't he just schemed his way? That uh, the whole world is fascinating. I think it's. I think he's uh, Pitt should have. I mean, uh, DiCaprio rather should have won the Oscar for this one, rather than Revenant. Yep. I, I think he's so much more interesting in this film than in Revenant. Yeah, Revenant. I thought that was good. Yeah, yeah. But there's, there's just something that he brings this role mm-hmm. that is surprising at every every turn, every yeah. decision Jordan or the character makes. Yeah, Belfort. Yeah, Belfort at the court, the character makes you're just like, what the fuck? Why? Like when he like goes back on because the Because he's a fucking pill popping exactly. junkie. Exactly, exactly. So you don't know what you're gonna get and that makes the performance dynamic. Oh, when he's smoking crack <laughs> early on with Jonah Hill, I was like, oh, are you the story hasn't even begun. Yeah. Yeah. And you're smoking crack. Right. Oh my God! Yeah, because he just found found a loophole in the system, and he was good at exploiting it. Yeah, like exceptionally good. Mm-hmm. Right rat, right piece of cheese. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that phrase. I like that. Guess All what? Right. I just coined that. <laughs> Copyright <laughs> Mad Nose in Top Ten, twenty nineteen. Fine. 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 Uh, it could That's be. Yours. It could be a T shirt, and I hope we don't ever sell one of those T shirts. That's a terrible. You want a rat, and it just says Top Ten. Seems kind of weird. Yeah, it does seem kind of. Most is like Splinter, and then I'm okay with that, right? Oh, okay. Um, we only have to figure out who our four Ninja Turtles are, or the we two of the Ninja Turtles. Which Ninja Turtle do you want to be? <sighs> I want to say Michelangelo, but Leonardo was my favorite as a kid. Okay, but I kind of like Don. I know I'm not a Raphael. <laughs> I can't believe I'm having this discussion. Come on, we're having this discussion. What are the characteristics of the four mutant Ninja Turtles? Tell me, dude. You go straight to hell. <laughs> Leonardo's the leader, 
and he's got the by the book rules, and he's got yeah, two blades. I don't think that that's me. It's not me either, but yeah. I always loved the two swords. Okay, that's what drew me to him. I was like, that's my favorite weapon. Okay, Michelangelo is the hanging out, let's party, have a good time. Who doesn't love that? Okay, Raphael is the rebel that wants to he wants to buck being led, and right is is kind of a leader in his own right. You're Raphael, and Donatello is. The kind of science I can figure out how to do it, you know. Yeah. I'm the Michel- Velma. I'm certainly a Michelangelo. Or the Daphne, rather. I'm certainly a Michelangelo. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Because I, when I think of Michelangelo, I think of him getting just enraged quietly, he's, stewing in a corner. Because that is part of the psyche of when I visualize <laughs> you. Like when you told me the story of Makuga pushing you over. Oh. Instantly, I knew oh. exactly what you looked like the yeah. rest of that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michelangelo doesn't oh. have days like that. We're okay. both kind of Raphaelish. Uh, we, yeah, Probably needs a little bit Leonardo okay. wishing we were Michelangelo's. <laughs> Why would you want to be an impulsive, reckless guy? That's Michelangelo. Well, but he's headstrong. He's confident. Okay. He can get the job done in place of like he is a co-lead. Okay. Donatello is just by the if this is this is the game plan, then he's Captain America. Okay. All right. Raphael is is uh, the, someone did it with the Beatles that Leonardo's Paul McCartney. Raphael is John Lennon. Sure. Donatello is George Harrison, and Ringo Starr is Michelangelo. I'm not Ringo. No. I'm not Ringo Starr. There's no way Ringo Starr is Michelangelo. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, no. I'm not saying medium is. Saying. I, I'm saying when I'm when I say your, yeah, you know, it's in essence the inverse of the royal we. Oh, oh, I am oh, applying fair it to it is all the individuals that may or may not think that. Yes, I don't agree with that analysis. I think it's a flawed comparison. You just It's four and four. Hey, let's try and make a ball. Is this on BuzzFeed? Yeah. You know, no. This is a very BuzzFeed, <laughs> clickbaity type of, which Smurf are you? Oh, really going back for my generation Hey-o. on this one. <laughs> Seems kind of weird. You should be skewing younger. Uh, there's a quiz. Yeah, there's a quiz. We're not going to take it on the air, so fuck it. All right, let's move on. <laughs> what do you mean we're not taking it on the air? You want to take the- well, Look, that is value added. How many questions is it, or is it just you have to click on each individual? You have to click on individual Fuck ones. Fuck it, we're not yeah, taking yeah, yeah. that. Maybe we just said five <laughs> questions. Said. Uh, let me see if there's one here that's – all right. What's your favorite pizza topping, cheese, meat lovers, Hawaiian, or spinach and feta? Well, you know, who's not picking meat lovers of those – A lot of people why not pick meat lovers. I pick meat lovers. You're picking meat lovers? Of course. All right, we're both picking meat lovers. All right, which character is your favorite ally of the Turtles? Casey Jones – Usagi Yojimbo, April O'Neil, or Mondo Gecko? I don't know who Mondo Gecko and the second one were, so I'm okay. going to go with Casey Jones. You go Casey? All right. Uh, I will take April O'Neil, but I get, I get, I'll give you the case. You have one hour free time. How do you spend it? Reading a book, tinkering in a workshop, working out, or playing video games? Well, okay, so playing video games is Michelangelo. Working out is Raphael. I can winnow down. Okay, which? What are you asking? Me? Oh, don't overthink the quiz. Just reading a question. book is not. We're not going to take the rest of this quiz because okay. this could go on for ten more questions, and we've only done me. You wanted to do it. I know. Um, it was like five listed questions. We could both answer. Something. Oh yeah, fair enough. If it's each individual, it's like this is going to take forever. Well, this thing's twenty questions. Yeah. Long. So yeah, then we get through my long. side, and we're like, all right, let's, let's do yours. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Wolf that'll of Wall be Street. a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wolf of Wall Street there uh, at my number two, your number one. Margot Robbie's fantastic in the movie as well. Jonah Hill's fantastic. Everyone's good in this thing. Even Rob Reiner's funny as his dad. Please. So good. All right. Uh, so your number one. It is Wall point. Street. Yeah. Gordon Gecko, Michael Douglas, the original 1980s film from Oliver Stone with Charlie Sheen. Hashtag winning Tiger Blood. Um, this film still works for me on so much. I watch it all the fucking time. It is so good. I watch scenes from it. I, I loved Gecko. Yeah. Because – 
like you live vicariously through a guy who doesn't give two shits. The world doesn't. Sure. The world does not. Bends to his will. Yeah, they bend to his will. He wants, and he's a terrible person, obviously. And what he does to Martin Sheen's uh, 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 airplane company and all that, like it's terrible. But in the end, he does get his just desserts, which I think is fantastic as well. And I mean, realistic, realistic just desserts too. Well, he goes to jail. He does. And Uh, and that scene. the romance is what throws me off on that Oh, him movie. and Daryl like, Hannah? Don't buy it. Uh, that's fair. It feels cold. Yeah. Well, it's and the 80s, man. It wasn't warm in the 80s. Dude, I don't know what 80s you lived through, but <laughs> mine was Technicolor and just magic. Magic. Starcourt Mall? I'm sure we all <laughs> oh, identified with that. Oh, there we go. Stranger Things. Nice. Uh, <laughs> nice reference. Would you uh, think of this season? I like this season. Uh, didn't we do a review? I thought no. we did a review. We no. didn't do a review. Um, here's what I'd say. I, I enjoyed the season a lot. It 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 mm, is very close to being my favorite season. But interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, just because uh, the 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 I just think there was a lot going on here that I enjoyed. But that being said, I really hated watching them kiss and pair up with people and like I just no I don't need to see it like these are kids and they're figuring things out and I don't want to know well I, I, I like the whatever the kid with the long distance girlfriend that was fine for me but the other people hooking up and kissing and I, mean, I can't Steve's jilted lover oh right yeah that awesome. was great Maya Hawk yeah awesome she's great then you just end up seeing her you know once upon a time yeah yeah you're like oh this, okay good for I, you it, it wasn't until the second or third episode that I was like, why does she look so goddamn familiar and then I looked it up. I was like, oh, of course, because she's Uma Thurman's daughter. Her face. Oh, really? Yeah, she's Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter, Maya Hawke. Yeah. Wow, did I put two and two? She's great. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's great. But you can watch her, that show or watch the show and watch her episodes. She speaks exactly in the speech pattern like Uma does. Okay. And her looks sometimes, the laugh cry, totally Uma. And so you see the influences of Uma because she looks like Uma a lot. In her acting. And so it's just like, oh, okay. No wonder it looks familiar to me. That's why I looked it up because I was like, why did she look familiar? So familiar. It was driving me nuts. Yeah, no. She she seemed polished. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I thought, I, oh, she's been working. Where have I not seen her before? Right, right. I think she went to Tisch or uh, Carnegie Mellon, one of those strong, like, big acting schools. So uh, she's later – and she's a model as well. So, you know, she does a lot of stuff. Um, but, yeah, I enjoyed the season. Did you Carnegie like – Carnegie Mellon has acting? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. I thought Carnegie Mellon was uh, kind of like an MIT-ish. Well, yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Because I had a friend that went there for computer science. He used to work up in uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, wow. Yeah. Then he gave it all up and stock options and all this stuff and started doing comedy. Okay. Uh, now he's a writer. Well, he's done well. He's a smart guy. No, she went to Juilliard. My bad. Juilliard? She should have okay. defaulted to the easy one. My bad. She went to Juilliard. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, come on. Look at that. I mean, she just looks just like Uma in that shot. It's insane. She looks just like Uma in that shot. The same smile, the Kinda. nose. It's yeah. all there. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, all right. So there you go. So Wall Street, it's just it's – just, if you haven't seen it and you're a, you're a kid or whatever, you haven't seen it, indulge in this thing. It's a lot of fun. Terrence Stamp is good in the movie as well. And it's actually a really damn interesting story and it gives you an idea – uh, ironically, the 80s were crazy like that. People – like the Wall Street jobs, the trader jobs that Charlie Sheen works, though, their numbers increased after Wall Street came out, which is ironic. Even though it was a negative story about what happens to this guy, people still wanted to try and chase that buck being that thing. You know? Oh, yeah. It's just – yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, sometimes you know, uh, art 
fuels life in yeah. that regard. Helps create the myth. It's like uh, mobsters after seeing The Godfather. Right. Changed up a lot of what they do because like ah oh, this is yeah you know that's how you do it <laughs> all right guy calm down guy exactly <laughs> now right. well, how many of them you know honor that it's my my daughter's wedding of course you can ask right. me any favor on the wedding of my daughter I really think none of them do that now uh, all right that's our separate uh, list of the top ten Wall Street movies now we're going to combine this mother into one uh, do you want to write Matt I'll just do the banging you got him my man okay. Uh, I'll get the bongos while you're doing that number 10. Uh, doing that well, Wolf would be since it's 1 2, because otherwise it's Wall Street 1 4. Right. So that means that is the number one. Now, I is 1 4 better than 2 3? That's the question I'm asking you while he's out there. It's 1 4 better than 2 3. <sighs> better than 2 3? I would say 1 4 is a better combo than 2 3. That benefits you, by the way. Okay, fine. I'm making I that declaration. I agree. Just warming up a little bit. So Wall Street, is that what you're going to put there? Wall Street and then the big short. All right. The big short. All right. So then three, where'd you have Psycho? Seven? American Psycho was number seven, yeah. Do we have anything that beats three, seven? Trading places, I guess? Trading five, 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 six. Five? Uh-huh. I think three seven beats five six. I think so too. My boiler room is four. What number is that for you? Ten. Okay, we'll wait on that one then. Yeah, so I would say trading places and then boiler room. Okay. Because we don't have anything else in common, do we? American Psycho. I already got that. Okay. Oh, we have margin call. Yeah, margin call, which is my number ten. Yeah, boiler room's higher then. Okay. All right, then margin call. What do you got left? What's your highest? Glenn Gary. At? Six. I got Corporation at five. Okay. So we'll do the Corporation. Okay. Glenn Gary. All right. And finally, number 10. What do you got? I got eight Barbarians at the gate. I got eight Inside Job. Uh, I've never seen Inside Job. Have you seen Barbarians at the Gate? No. I sold the book, though. Let's do the flip, Matt. Flip Rusku. Yeah, I didn't bring the coin this time. Uh, I've got a officially weighted, not the horse shit you brought in last time. Where what horse shit? Ended up uh, aces for Johnny every time. I think what, that was, what, what kind of that was bullshit the name narrative the, are you creating? You don't remember that when we were flipping and it just kept coming up for you when the queen versus... Uh, no, I came up even every time. Uh, I got a regular quarter. Oh, well, this one's weighted for me. Oh, right. Exactly. Uh, and yeah. then, hold on. Well, look at you stacked it. That's uh, interesting. It all is... You got another one? Oh. I think it was the Hassle replacement coin. Yeah. Should I put them all in one? Probably. But two little uh, jewel things. I got that and I got uncut diamonds. Which, the, 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 <laughs> I think Hassle gave us... The one I have is the one... This is the last one Hassle yeah. gave he us. He gave you that in person. It's not weighted. Uh, yes, it is. No, you're insane. I did. We just do the. We did the flip count on the like two was, shows ago, three shows it ago. It was pretty fifty percent. I thought. Okay, Trump. I'm just I'm, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, you know, now you went too far. Now that I think about it, it's more like uh, you know, fifty uh, fifty. It was going uh, through was Alabama. I totally swear, even. it was going through totally Alabama. Totally even. <laughs> I really the, the the numbers say it was weighted on one side. Nah, 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 nah. give me my sharpie. I'll change those. It's not numbers. how it happened. <laughs> All right, we yeah. got soups. We got Batman. Okay, you ready? Yep. 
And I'll do a little shimmy shake so I don't know which side is up that I flip it from. Fair enough. Because I guess potentially that could uh, Does it? alter oh, okay. the outcome. I don't know. All right. That's a bad man right there. I didn't hit the ground. What are you talking about? Are you trying to count that? That bounced. Okay. That bounced beautifully twice on the chair. I didn't say anything until it, it didn't hit the ground. Okay. Okay. You didn't because it didn't come up for you. You were fine with it until that moment. That's not true. It's fine. It's fine. I'll play to your bullshit rules. This is how they play in South America? How dare you? I don't you? fucking like it. How dare you? I don't like it. Here. Pure flip. Old Batsy again. You want to flip it? That's you, weighted. You can flip it yourself. We do this every time. That's a weighted coin. It's not. I think you've won just as much with this coin as I have. You, this, this is what I'm saying. You, you, you've, you've transposed. This one I know. You've transposed about the narrative Look, I, from the other coin. I have not. I am an honest. What's that say? What's that say, Matt Nost? Uh, yeah, but that was a shit flip. What? That was a shit oh, now, flip. Now that was a shit flip. It, it's like you, you know, had a stroke. As your film was going to flick, and it just kind of hovered in it, just like that one. Okay. Let's try it a third time. That's Superman, but we're not counting that, I guess, right? That's ground. still Superman. That, that's a good flip. Batman. That's a good flip. All right, all right. Superman. Superman. That's fair. You just got to give it a little flickerusco, a little flip. That's all. Uh, barbarians at the gate. So shall it be. All right, let's do this thing. The top 10 Wall Street movies, yeah. At number 10. Barbarians at the Gate. At number 9. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. At number 8. The Corporation. At number 7. Margin Call. At number 6. Boiler Room. At number 5. Trading Places. At number 4. American Psycho. At number 3. The Big Short. At number two, Wall Street. And our number one Wall Street movie is The Wolf of Wall Street. Right on the point there. All right, there you go. Bro, we're almost at an hour and a half. Let's wrap this thing up. What are we going to talk about? Nothing. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash top 10 show. Follow me online at Matt Nost, M A T T K N O S T. Uh, you can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and on Instagram. And hey, for those of you who want to see us live in Houston, go to the Facebook page of Houston C. If you are going to, yes. if you haven't committed or written down or sent a thing or been counted as a possible ticket holder for Houston, take a look at that. Uh, we're kicking around some dates in November, possibly. So we'll see if we can make it. But yeah, we, we've we'll reached see. out to uh, a number of different venues. Yes, we have. And we have uh, a, a person looking on our behalf, and we're actively scouting. And then after that, we're moving on to Toronto. Yep, absolutely. But Houston. Stay tuned. We're trying to figure out a date that will work, and uh, we'll make magic. That's right. We'll make magic. Like we always do. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this week on the Top Ten Show. And for those of our patrons who are watching us live, thank you so much for being a part of the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, You're awesome, and you make the show worth doing for both of us. So we'll talk to you next time on the Top Ten. Top Ten.